Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Friday. It's Friday. Man, I need it to be Friday. <laughs> I'm so done with this week. Oh my gosh. Can I tell you my week? Yeah, lay it on me. <laughs> so, I was like dreading the school driving thing like all weekend long. And like mm-hmm. Sunday night, I was like, oh man, tomorrow morning. It's going to suck so hard <laughs> having to, to try to get, because my daughter is the pain in the ass to get up. Like, my son. I know. She's like me. Nick has to like, t- it takes me like four hours to get up. So. And Liam is more like me. Like he might have to be told a couple times, but he knows like when he, he has blood. to be up. Yeah. yeah. He, he can, he can like get up first and ask questions later that's Liam like can what read I the room whereas your daughter cannot yes got it he's just like how long can I lay in bed <laughs> and like the threat of death means nothing so <laughs> like, it's it's just this big struggle and I loathe it with every little <laughs> fiber of my very being so like as much as my kids dread going back to school I dread it just as much because it sucks for me. It too. sucks ass for everybody. And so I'm sitting there thinking about this, and it's like you know, it was Sunday night, and this I'm like, oh god, another whole week of this, this fight with Evie, you know. And right about then, <laughs> I get an email from my daughter's school. Oh god. And it's like I almost knew what it was before I read it because I was like, God loves me this week. <laughs> <laughs> somebody in her class tested positive for COVID. Well, there you go. So I was like, yay! Oh my god. You're going directly to hell, but I, I you know. <laughs> right to hell. So, but we were already going there anyway. So she got to stay there. home this week and do classwork from home while Liam went, but like I say, he's not a problem. Plus, like, the way it works, like, I got drive clear across town to drop her off, but the high school is fairly close to where we live. Okay. So, we, like, you can leave, like, a half an hour later than we normally do. Nice. In the morning. So, and it was just me and him, and it was just, it was so nice. So, this morning, I get up, you know, and we're doing the usual thing where I'm, like, going to wake him up. My husband has already been in. Because, like, we switch off in the morning. Like, I go do a wake-up, and then he does wake-up, and then I do what you like. I can't even tell you how many times I have to go to these kids' rooms in the morning. And, and begin. It's ridiculous. And begin again. So, it's like it's like the third wake-up salvo. And I'm, like, telling him, it's time to get up. You know, okay. And then, like, I turn around to walk, and he says, said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you will I woke you up this morning. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he says, I'm sorry I woke you up. 
And I was like, what? What do you mean? I have to be up to drive your ass to school. And he says, I don't have school today. And I was like, bullshit. You know? <laughs> You're just saying this to get out of going to school. <laughs> He's like, no, it's day off. And I was like, no, it isn't. So I, go, I go downstairs and I open up my laptop and I like check the school calendar. Because I'm like, this is going to be the proof. Like, you yeah, I'll my show you, life. kid. Yeah. Get one over me. Look at it. And yeah, they have today off. And then Monday's Martin Luther King Day. They have four day fucking weekend. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Why did nobody tell me this until this moment? Oh my God. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my kid, my kid's home too. Oh, really? Yeah. Half the school staff is sick. Oh, yeah. See, well, that, so. that's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. with hers, it was my daughter there in sections. So she's an 8D. And so, okay. like, somebody is sick, then they only put the section out. Okay. Whereas at my son's school, they just like, he's, I'm like, how many people were in your class today? He's like, about half the class, maybe. And they just go. <laughs> and they're just like, because I guess because it's high, it's high school. They just yeah, go. I guess. But like the middle school, they actually like keep them home. But like yeah, high school, they're no. like, I don't know, you're going to watch a movie and <laughs> it's going to be half of your class, you know? They were like, I guess you can send them if you want. Yeah, who but wants? we'd rather if you don't. Was kind right. of the and I was like, it's not a hardship for me. Like I work from home, so yeah. I am not complaining at all, guys. Like my work situation is kick when it comes many to this people stuff. People had their kids home this week. I exactly. Wonder. So I'm just like, I I hear you, people. I feel you. You are in my prayers. <laughs> I think down in Vegas, they just were like five days stay home we'll try yep. again next week yeah <laughs> i think so i think they're like you know what whatever <laughs> it's, it's just it's i feel so bad for all these teachers out here like having to deal with teaching amidst all this nonsense has to be such a fucking nightmare but like also having to deal with teaching period well there's that too i mean like it's never it's never great <laughs> Like, I, of all the career choices people can choose, that one boggles my mind the most. Because I, I can't think of saints. anything. They're saints. Yeah, they're, I can't think of saints. anything that I want to do less no. than, than impart learning upon America's children. It's no, so I'm funny. Good. Whenever, like, when I was in college and ever somebody would say, like, what are you majoring in? I'm like, English. They're like, oh, you want to be a teacher? And I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just want to read books. Do you have a problem with that? That was nothing I wanted you didn't to fuck do off. less. Yeah. No. Hell no. My life plan is to read. Is that a problem? No. <laughs> what do you want from me? <sighs> oh, my God. I'm so mad at my daughter's French teacher because oh first year French. My daughter's in middle school, guys, so this is supposed to be low-key French. And <laughs> low before key. y'all get up on me, listen, I agree that the Americans, we suck in this department. We should we be teaching so suck. bilingual when they're in their infancy. I'm with you on that, but you know what? Trying to get Americans to you know what? anything. Having a, a language in middle school is like a huge thing. Like, Yeah, that was a from, fight. 
for my kids, it's an elective. Oh, yeah. And same. my kids did not elect to take away. My kid elected. School, so well, they, her, they don't get it until high school. Right. Well, her name if is. They, if then. My mother is a French teacher and she oh, also boy. studied Latin. Oh, and boy. English. Like, oh, she don't fuck with my mom. She knows what's up. Like, she can tell you to fuck off. My mom is a master. Like, she can tell you not only this is how you spell it, but this is the origin of the word. You're like, yes, ma'am. So you just shut up and do what she says, okay? So I took four years of French because she made me. Yeah. So by the time we got down, I was like, you're a grandchild, so we can start to ease up on this. So lauren was so excited about french last year and she had a wonderful teacher she was pumped we were we were plastering the room and all things french and she was just like super pumped and then she got this teacher this year you guys this is second year middle school french and one my mom's like, teacher yeah, can my, be all it yeah. takes to just like ruin exactly my mom she, i was just talking about it with her today she's like yeah she asked me some question that i number one on the down low, I had to look up. And she's like, and number two, I don't think I learned it until fourth year. Yeah. And she's like, and I know you didn't learn it until fourth year. And it's been like, because my kid doesn't even come to me with this anymore. She just calls her Nana, which is smart because all I'll do is just bitch about the teacher. And then Lauren will be like, cool, I'm with you, but like, what's the answer? I'm like, fuck if I know. I don't remember any of this shit. So <laughs> it's like, call my mom. So yeah, I was just like, it's totally, so she was tweaking out because like the French teacher told her that she might need three years of language to get into college. And I was like, first of all. On what fucking planet? This is why I talked to you. So I said, <laughs> first of In all, America, right? We're in the United States. I don't know what she's talking about. So I was like, you guys don't do foreign languages. Since we fucking are, when? Like, we are ignorant, ignorant folk. That's how we roll, okay? So Since a when? Yeah. So I was like, I was like, no, because she's like, well, she's touring with her daughter. I'm like, well, let me tell you what she's a french teacher so that i'm sure all she's looking at is foreign language regardless of whether or not that her kid actually wants to do foreign it language. probably depends on what they're majoring in right and, and I if was they're like, not majoring in oh french french they probably... like, you're not majoring french <laughs> right now it's nursing and pharmacy pretty sure you don't have to speak fluent french to do either one of those spanish would have been the smarter one to take but whatever we're here now so I just like ran down. I was like, allow me to dash your dreams of like, you're, I was like, you're not going to apply to these schools. You're not applying to this. You can't go here. I won't let you go this far. So I was like, we whittled it down to like a three state area. And I Googled it and it was almost everywhere. It was like one unit, which is essentially like one credit. So she needs like one year of foreign language. Yeah. Like when my high school, which was a college, like a highfalutin fancy rootin' tootin' right. college prep Catholic all girls preparatory oh, yeah. They weren't nonsense. messing around with you. No. And there it was two years. Right? And that was considered like most schools it's not even a requirement. When Harry went through high school here and his school, this charter school is kind of like the best in the city. Yeah. And they don't require any foreign language for for graduation or for the university here okay. so it's like it's like it's a bonus you know what yeah. i mean it, it gets filed into that oh aren't you oh you oh kid? you're fancy you're fancy <laughs> you're bougie gotcha 
exactly. I so guess like, not, but okay. Yeah. So when <laughs> when 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 we were signing Liam up for high school and asked him what electives he wanted, he was like, "I want to take Spanish," and I'm like, "You do." <laughs> You learn about your children every day. Wow, you're a better kid than I am. Like, he doesn't want to be an ignorant American. That's nice. No, There's doesn't. hope for the future. I was like, voluntarily. Voluntarily willing to learn another And he's language. actually like, Where good am I at not it? wrong with you? He's, he's actually good at it. Like, the first week of school, he'd be getting in the car and telling me, do you know what this is in Spanish? And I'm like, get out of here. I don't know what anything is in any other language other I than took English. French. And I am rough around the edges with that one. I took French in high school, German in college, and I remembered neither. So. Like anytime I have like anybody gram- like grammar checked my stuff, like my writing stuff, they're like, "Did you like? Weren't you an English minor?" I was like, "That doesn't mean I know shit. Like, I read a lot. I know how to read, but I can read. I can ask you what a participle is. Do I? Gonna be thank like, you. This is what I'm saying. I don't know where a fucking comma goes. Get off my back. <laughs> I can speak it. That's what I was, means. I was busy deconstructing Othello, which I got a C on. We can do this shit. But Thank we you just very much. Like... Was, I'm so mad at him about that paper. Don't don't ask us to diagram a I know. I was just like a whole thing. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, so at the end, it was like a half hour of my life talking to my child, who is super anal retentive. I have no idea where she gets it from. And is like off the ledge she was ready she like you guys it's been a rough week for her she her phone wasn't working and nick and i often wondered to ourselves what would happen to lauren if she didn't have her phone for 24 hours we found out it wasn't a pretty it was shaky at best she was not she was not doing well like i could tell she was trying to keep her shit together but like she was on the edge so i told been there been there probably all of us and then yeah there was the whole french thing and then she's at home and i'm like it's a thing so i just was like you know what enough with talking to the french teacher she doesn't know what she's talking about oh my mom told me that the substitute teacher because lauren really liked there for some reason she has a substitute teacher now for french for french and she really likes her and lauren went up to the substitute teacher and asked the substitute teacher the question on the homework that the previous french teacher had assigned and that teacher looked at it read it and was like i'm not gonna make you do that Nice. The other teacher was like, that's bullshit. Yeah, most, that's how you know it's that's bullshit. That's not, yeah. I'm like, there are other public educators out there who are who are with me on this. So I feel like I really am on some firm ground. Anyways, <laughs> long story short, she's taking her two fucking years of branch and we're calling it a day. As hard as it is to be a child in the era of COVID, it's just as hard to be the parent of said child in the air. I mean, I was like, not really. Like, my sister, she's a physician. So, like, she doesn't go to work. People die. It's like a major thing. So, like, when they spring this stuff on her, it's a little tricky. So, like, my mom, of course, is going to go down and, like, they've cobbled together childcare. But for me, I'm like, my mom's like, you could just send Lauren to our house and it would be fine. I was like, I could honestly probably leave Lauren alone at home and she would be fine. Even if I worked in an office, she'd be like, I'm cool. So like I don't yeah, that's, like that's I'm not I know too. I'm like not in the department of like oh poor me my child's home no it's fine no I don't mind when they're home either like having Evie here this week it was fun like yeah We're did I have home. to it's like did I have to nip at her heels to get on the computer to do her schoolwork a couple times yeah but yeah that's just Evie that's like low level <laughs> that's low level mothering you know what I mean. <laughs> 
Like, I Every once in a while, I just peek in. I'm like, are you alive? Yeah. Have you eaten things? Yeah. Okay, see you later. That's yeah, literally that's, the involvement. That's, once they get to a certain age, people, They're really this is what it's like. They just are like, and they don't want to be like, you should be sitting there and making them dinner every night. No. No, they don't want that. They don't want <laughs> They won't eat it. They won't. Just... My daughter told me to go back to work. <laughs> I was like, Lauren, because I had a really sweet setup. I had like, I had like a super great setup with my contract work. I would, they, they would schedule. I had to take breaks in between contracts because it was like this whole federal whatever because of Microsoft and people suit and what it doesn't matter. So I just take two months off in between contracts. So they would schedule it around the summer. So I would be home in the summer with Lauren. Wasn't that nice? They're like, your daughter's like, no. So like now, like they were like, okay, we want to hire you, which means no more summers off. So I was like, Lauren, mommy wouldn't be able to stay home with you like in the summer. And she was like, I'm good. Take the job. (laughs) (laughs) There just reaches a time like when they're little. Yeah, yeah, they, they need be you around you. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like once they get once they to, like, hit that twelve, age, to fourteen, they're just like they're no, they're they're, they're like they're... yeah, we're good. A little distance wouldn't be too terrible. Yeah. So and honestly, I'm up her ass if I don't have anything else to do. Because like everybody was like, oh, because I was like, oh, I was having like you know how like we go through like mothering like guilt trips sometimes, and we're like, I'm a terrible <laughs> mother, like occasionally. I was like, oh, my God, did I spend too much time on Arrow and, like, didn't pay attention to Lauren? And Nick just, like, looked at me, and he was like, what fucking planet are you on? I was like, what do you mean? My mom used to be on me about that type of stuff. Yeah, and I was like. And it was just like, get out of here. Yeah, he was like, she was at school all day. Then you would, like, you were on Lauren detail when she was home. And then she'd go to bed at, like, 8. And then you'd Arrow. He's like, if anything, you should be worried about me. What about me getting attention? I'm like, ah, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> you can feed and clothe yourself. You're fine. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. So I was like, oh, that's right. So like, there's a time and a place, obviously. I even asked her. I was like, oh, Lauren, did mommy spend too much time in your like formative years on Arrow? She's like, you just did that crap at night. I was asleep. <laughs> so this seems like a good seg. Oh, yeah. Because we, we got news. There's been news. Now... Last year, last week's news was the CW is a dumpster heap on fire and is currently sinking in the North Atlantic. But... And remember, we just said last week how glad we are that we don't have any shows on this dumpster fire of a network so, anymore. Here's Literally where I feel that I here's where I feel that Jen and I part ways. Yeah, <laughs> Jen's tired. The news this week. I want to part ways. The news this week is that there's going to be a new Arrowverse show like Justice You, where like David Ramsey is the mentor to young heroes. And this was met with one or two reactions, <laughs> judging by my timeline. <laughs> there were people who were like, oh, no, I'm going to have to watch this. And then yep. there were people like me that were like, fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah (laughs) and i am very much fuck out of here because here's the thing when i when i saw that and i felt not even just like not even just like the the most remote urging to watch (laughs) i was like what would it take to get me to watch something on the cw again and i like ran through all these scenarios i'm like no i wouldn't watch that no i wouldn't and i was like if steven and emily themselves 
were the, the, the leads in a romantic comedy-esque show where their characters, I would get to see them together as a couple on my screen again. Would I watch that on the CW? And I thought, no. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> There's literally nothing. Literally nothing. That would make me watch again. I'm just like, you guys, I can't even get my Arrow reviews written. I'm just like, (laughs) fuck. I can't. I just, well, I like, like, here's the thing. Like, the premise of it doesn't get me that jazzed up. Like, I was down for, like, Diggle being Green Lantern. I was at first. I was interested in that, but it's just like I don't know. It feels like the like longer... is Mia gonna? Can they like time travel Mia? Like, are we gonna get Mia smoked more? I don't know. Feels like she should be. Like to me, it just feels like we're just. I'm but that's, that's not a scenario I ran through my mind. I'm like, what if it was like Mia there too? And I was like, would you watch that? And I'm like, no, I wouldn't want to watch that. I just. Like, I couldn't watch Mia on The Flash because it was Mia and, and well, Mia that's and The Flash writers. I mean, that's that's another thing. But, like, this could be... <laughs> but, like, do I want to watch Diggle? Yes. Yeah. Do I want to watch Diggle um, mentor a bunch of randos? No. <laughs> and here's the thing. I 110% understand everybody who's, like, really excited for this. Yeah, because it's because David's turn. He gets to be number one on the call sheet. We love Sam David. Street, we, love we love Diggle. Diggle you know, like, even I had that way to go, David moment. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. good for you, you yes. know? I just, me personally, I'm like, no. But I have so many questions. <laughs> like, is is his wife going to be on the show? I don't know. It's- a very good question. There. I thought they were in. I thought they were in. I, I just have questions. There's just so many. There's just so many questions. And you know what? They've kind of set this up for him. Like he's been going around to like the other shows. It makes and, a like, lot of sense. Doing some mentoring. He's like doing. he's yeah. depart. He's like imparting like Diggle wisdom, and then like this is kind of like he's set himself up very well as the yeah. <laughs> and like you're dealing with the whole Green Lantern stuff. Oh, he didn't want to do that. Blah blah blah. Whatever. So I I'm gonna watch. Good. Because I'm somebody needs to be able to report back just on what's going on. I just let's can we just be honest about it? Jen's gonna watch. I mean, I watched that man probably read a phone book. It's kind Jen, of where I'm at. Jen does not have I have very low standards, guys. Very she low. She doesn't like, have the qualms about watching another CW show that I like here. No. I watch <laughs> I watch Birchie scenes of Riverdale. I have no standards. <laughs> like I don't It's not that you don't have standards. John, how are you so happy with Arrow all the time? How are you so happy? I didn't have a lot of standards, guy. It was it was like real low bar shit. <laughs> That's why I don't understand. I'm like, how was I able to put up with I think Arrow I wore so off on you. Over time, I wore you down. I was like, girl, you're never gonna get that. You're like, yeah, fair. <laughs> and then well, no, because like, I told myself back in, in season three. When I was like, you had nervous. like a I was like, they're never gonna give you me had like a spiritual awakening. I feel no. like in season five. Yeah, like it was no, real... I, in season three when when I was so excited about everything that I knew was coming in season three, but I had that this I don't even remember anymore what triggered it, but I had this moment where I thought. They're never going to give me everything I want. Yeah, I feel like that show. was very season five because we were bombarded. But that was me in season. I got that in season three. I wonder that. No, because you were like. No, I no. I, I knew five. in season three that I wasn't ever going to get everything I wanted. 
yeah. I struggled. No, I thought we got a lot in season three. I was like, no, I no, did. I know, but it was like, but I, I can't even remember what it was, but I still remembered it was, it was in that time between SDCC and when season three premiered, and I was like, you know, you would hear things like, oh, they're filming this episode, this is coming out, and I remember like. I would stress like constantly, like, is this going to happen? Mm-hmm. Is that going to happen? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what? They're never going to give yeah, me everything that I want. There was like a spiritual awakening. They're never going to give me everything I want. So I should just be happy for what I do get. I mean, and that's fine. Same. I really just didn't. Well, and I just, I don't know. I just know how TV writers work. And I was like, we're yeah. going to be fine. It's going to well, be the, and, and stays on the, show. Kind the of... only time I was legitimately worried was when Emily announced. That kind of threw everything then up in I the air. Then I was like, fuck, they might kill her. But I'm like, no, they're not going to kill her. They're not going to do that. I Like, they're really just not. Because they went through a whole lot of stuff to keep that woman alive by the end of the season. But it, that was the only, if you were going to ask us, when was I legitimately worried about something? The only time I was ever worried about, significantly worried about Elicity for any period of time was season seven after Emily announced. I I was upset about her leaving, but I don't know as if I ever really worried that they would kill her. I think by that point, I was like, not fucking likely. Like this yeah, close to the end then. of the show, it was just like. Well, again, we should probably re-listen to her. It would be funny to know. re-listen to our show. Maybe like, I was more like, worried at the time. Like I'm looking back. You like, guys oh, re-listen to that crap. Let us like, know what oh, we said. We don't, yeah, we don't remember anymore. But I feel like I wasn't that worried. Like I feel like most of my worry about the show was was concentrated earlier on in my relationship with the show. And then well, like as time went on, I just worried less and less. Well, because yeah, they're really they're really when you look at like. It kind of reminded me of my daughter's NICU stay. Like every day felt very life and death, but like looking back on it, she had a very steady, normal course of baby in a NICU. Like there wasn't a lot of drama. We didn't have to deal with a lot of stuff that other people were dealing with. That's kind of how I feel about Arrow. Like in the moment, it felt very like up and down. And where is where are we? What's happening? And then like as, as I look back, I'm like, it was fine. <laughs> but no, I I can remember you were chill. For most I was of the time. pretty like, chill. We were, I guess maybe compared to like the rest of fandom, we were chill. <laughs> I, like the from old... an outsider looking in, they're like, these ladies are crazy. I, you guys, I wish I had been online <laughs> in season one and season two because I would have been the biggest stress ball. I would have been like <laughs> messaging Callie, what does it mean? I don't understand. No, but like literally me in season two when he slept with Sarah, like I was. I right. was throwing things like yeah, there was a lot of the tantrums that yes. I would see people have, like in season five. Like that we was had those in two. two. Yeah, we were doing them in two. So by the time we got to three, I was like, okay, I got to beat on these dudes. I really, it really took. It really there wasn't anything left to worry. Yeah, about. real. I mean, you guys, you guys don't know how stressed out I was at season two finale. I was just. It was the, bad. Yeah, it was. I was I in was, rough shape. Yeah. Listen, Stefan was drowning in a fucking safe while Elena was banging his brother. <laughs> I needed something from Arrow. They had to give me something. Listen, we earned our cool with Arrow. Yeah, like where we were fine. calm. Yeah. We, it wasn't that we came out calm. No, it's that we, we learned our went call through we went through it earlier than others mark tested me in season two and then it was like yeah it's fine, <laughs> we were fine. i'm gonna give you what you want I'm like, okay 
Although he had a glorious time messing with me. I have to write him. I keep forgetting. Anyways, okay. So, David, yes, I'll watch your show. If we can figure out a way that we can get uh, Catherine McMara back and get the Mia thing restarted without freaking birds, that would also please me. You know, I would hope for that for like all the people that I'm always seeing on my fandom who are just like mourning that there was never that spinoff. I would want that, but I know at this point I wouldn't. I still watch it. I watch the shit out of it. I I just can't. I I can't with anything on the CW. I can't with like things on NBC. You're probably like in a much healthier place than I am in terms of like your relationship with the garbage dump network. But like, it's not even just about healthy. It's just like. Eh, I'm just not interested. Well, and also, like, it's making me a little uncomfortable. Like, a lot of the shows that people are recommending, I'm like, I might be old enough to be some of these people's these characters' mother. <laughs> well, there's all always that too. Like, I've we never are been rapidly approaching. My daughter is a, is yeah. a teenager. Once she you have 14. a child that that's that's that age, and like, let's not forget, Harry is 22 right now. Yeah, and like, once you have a child that it's like, is, I can't. You're just it loses. But I haven't been interested in high school stuff for a while. And yeah. it just, it, it gets even more so. Like, people will be like, oh, you should watch this. And it's like, no. What was it? Julie and the Phantoms. And I'm like, no. Oh, that's a perfect one. Because I tried no, to watch it. With my I boy. can't. Listen, <laughs> Lauren was like, nah, I'm good. Like, she watched half of it with me. And she just looked at me. And I was like, you're out, aren't you? She's like, Yeah. This ain't my this ain't my jam. So I was like, well, if my 14-year-old, I was she was 13 at the time. My 13-year-old daughter is not gonna watch this with me. I just I tried. I really tried to get into it, but just I just because everybody loved it. Everybody on my timeline loved it. And I was like, I want to love this. And I'm just like, no. I know. There's so many things that like I want to love. Like I started reading, there was this book that was being recommended all over Book Talk, and I started reading it. And I, worst. Like, and I just was having a hard time getting into it. And I'm like, but everybody loves it. But everybody loves it. And then finally, I was like, why are you making yourself read this? You're reading it slow. You're reading slower than you usually do because you aren't enjoying reading it. Just so let just it go. DNF it and move on. And I'm like, well, I hate doing that, especially when other people love it. But like, that's how I am with TV shows, too. I just I can't. Yeah make myself love something that I know I it's really hard well here's the thing the matrix is that's another thing my husband and I went through this whole thing with the matrix because we watched the fourth one and we were like yeah this myth is okay <laughs> and right. I finally looked at him and I'm like I'm gonna say something super controversial and I'll see if you agree with me and he's like I'm ready hit me with it I'm like all the matrix is the only Matrix movie that was good was the first one. I mean, like, I thought that was common knowledge. He was like, yep. And I'm like, okay, then why do Here's we the keep thing. fucking there subjecting things... ourselves to this shit? He's like, I don't know. We're done. I'm like, there's, okay. there's things I liked about the fourth one. Let us let me put it this way. It was very the first shitty. one is the best. First one was the best. The second yes. and third ones are abominations. Can't the tell you what one... they're about. I have no idea. No idea the... what the plot was. Can't the remember. fourth one was better than the second and third ones. And yes. I like that it, it focused on Neo and Trinity's relationship. Yeah. And I like that it had employed so many former Sensei actors. Like, right. I, I was started like, keeping account. I was like, oh, there you are. Oh, there you are. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that, that was really cool. And I enjoyed it. And it was pretty to look at. But like, 
when it comes mm-hmm. to the Matrix, it's the first movie and that's it, you know? Yeah. Okay. See, this is why you continue to be my people because I'm, you know. Yeah. No, I, I, here's my thing. And I've always had friends who aren't this way. And they, they sometimes would get frustrated with me for being this way, but I'm a decisive person. Like, yes, you I, are. I don't hem and haw over something. Like, I've never really stood in front of two choices and been like, I don't know which one. Like, I always know which one. Always know which one. Like, it does not, it's not difficult at all for me. Like, I can remember my friends, when we were teenagers, going to the mall. My friend is like, I need to go try on a bunch of clothes. And they would bring me along and sit me down in the dressing room and, like, try on things and be like, which one? And I'd say that one. And they would, like, get instantly suspicious. Like, how did you pick that so fast? You just want to leave and go to lunch. And I'm like, no. You asked my opinion. That's I have that, too. Like, they don't understand how Mm -hmm. I could be decide so quickly. But that's just always been who I am. And it's that way when it comes to, like, movies and TV shows. Like, I'll watch a couple episodes. But if it doesn't grab me, Yeah, I tend to be, I don't know, I'm kind of a mix. Sometimes I'm like, oh, what do I want? But generally, I have an opinion. As I'm sure you guys have figured out, Kelly has opinions (laughs) on almost everything. We have opinions on stuff we don't even watch, which is... Yes, we do. Something. Something. Oh, I, uh, so I watched Cheer this week, the season two. I'm, like, on the last episode. Okay, don't tell me, because I'm only on the fourth episode. I think I'm on the last episode. I don't know. Okay. They're at Daytona now, so. Okay. I We're on the fourth episode because now my husband wants to watch with me, which immediately slows my progress. So did you start the fourth episode or are you finished we the We just episode? finished the third, so I have not started the fourth. Okay, so you haven't gotten to COVID yet. We haven't gotten to COVID. I haven't, we haven't really gotten to like Jerry and like what they're Jerry doing Jerry gets Jerry. a whole episode. Episode five is Jerry. Is Jerry. Okay, so I'm holding on for Jerry because I'm like. It's, it's, yeah. You're Can like, I tell you what's crazy? I hate when they show him and I'd be like, that, why like, are you just, on my screen? It's so much Get strange. off my screen. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's not, like, okay, it's not their fault. They didn't know when they were filming it. You know no. what I mean? But it still makes But they it. did, I noticed in the editing, they don't, like, give him, like, the Oh, there's so much less stuff. Jerry in the first three episodes than I, like, maybe He'd just, like, show one. up in the background and, like, the camera would quickly they, Yeah, he would have been, like... <laughs> Seriously, they had that kid plastered all over the place. So, yeah, they, they're like, oh, people will be surprised by how much Jerry, you know, how much Jerry's part of this. Yeah, because you now, guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you an opinion I had when I started season two. Okay. And I want to see if you've had the same thought. Wait on me. So they spend more time with the other school. Yes. In, in, in this season. A lot more. Trinity time. Valley. And yeah. I've at the beginning, I was like, I want them to win. Mm-hmm. I don't want Navarro to win. I want Trinity Valley to win. Have you had that thought? I'm really not super invested in who wins this year for right. some weird reason. I guess what I like is that they're, that Trinity Valley is making it more an even competition. Because I think they just, the way they did it, they, they just were never going to be in the running. So the fact that they got Navarro's old choreographer, yes, was I was great. like, ooh. And they're, like, not talking about why he moved to Trinity Valley. Yeah. 
And I did complain to Nick last night. We were watching it. And I was watching the routine as they're putting together the pyramid. And I was like, it's the same music. It's the same damn routine. It's the same thing. Like, I can't tell what's changed. So I was like, you know, do we need to do the same routine all the time? I don't know. I'm sure people are like, no, no, the routine's different. You're just not a learning scholar of cheer. It's not that I don't enjoy some of the Navarro cheerleaders well the minute you I, hit the top you want somebody to topple goliath you know what i mean it's they like, are they the are goliath and i would fun. like to see yeah. i would like to see trinity valley get a chance i really like their coach and their the assistant coach I and i don't just, really care for monica that much um yeah she, you know i don't hate her but i'm not like she's the best thing since life she bread. just strikes me like i look at her and i'm like she's snobby well, I just I think cool that fish. when I look at her, and maybe she isn't, maybe she is. I don't know. Well, but like, it's yeah. it's like Jennifer Garner and the way she described Ben Affleck. That <laughs> I'm not kidding. That when you are in the that when you are in the 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 bask of his warmth, it's quite a feeling. But he casts a very cold shadow when you are not. Yes, you definitely get that. That's Monica. That feeling like Monica. when she loves you, it's amazing. But when she doesn't love you, not so amazing. So, and I have like, I have like reactions to that kind of stuff. Cause like my daughter is an Irish dance and you can get into like coaches having favorites and this girl isn't getting this and this girl's not getting this and all this nonsense. And I really, at the bottom, at the end of it, I was like, you know what? None of us are going to make money on this. Who gives a shit? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we're, yeah. I was like, if anything, I'm losing thousands of dollars at this endeavor. So expensive I like, sports with little, with little payback. Yeah. Like I love my kid, but I'm not letting her fly to freaking Ireland and go be a, you know, river dance dancer. That's not happening. She's not doing that. So I, her mother, the crusher of her dreams. So, but like, <laughs> She doesn't, like, what you have to do to get there, she doesn't want to do that. Like, it has to be your life. And, like, a lot of these kids, this is the problem that I have with the cheer thing. Like, what are we doing with the education, guys? Are we just doing cheering? Like, how do they keep going back? Like, they haven't gotten their back, you know, their associate's degree already? Like, we have people there for, like, I think I saw somewhere where they mentioned, like, they have two years. Okay. And then they, they, they have to you know they can't they can only do it for two years because it's a two-year like they just keep getting sent back but i'm i can't keep track of who's been there for how long so i was a little <laughs> like what the fuck is going on i think i think a lot of times if there's a familiar face they come back and they're kind of like an assistant coach i think the attitude on navarro this year is much worse like the kids that aren't on the mat like they're really bitchy Naughty. about it yeah and there's like there's a bunch of them who were not featured on the show a lot that is getting kind of and then like I feel like Monica she says yes to everything so I, I'm kind of like it's all about well and I was cracking up because I was like you know I would just appreciate a little honesty because all of these kids who said that they were going off to other schools and doing other things at the end of the season last year all of a sudden everybody came back for season two and they're like, isn't oh, well, that amazing? I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh, well, my home is Navarro. And I just really wasn't happy with where I was at. I'm like, no, you want more follows on your social media. You want to be on the show. You want to be on the famous show. So can we just, 
I would have loved for one of them to say, yeah, the show was a hit and I wanted to keep being on it. So I came back. Um, there is one person from Navarro that I really like, uh, Ladarius. And they spent a, a good deal of time with him, but then, like, you'll see. They, there's a thing. There's a thing. And I, I'm, I'm not happy with the way it came out. And uh, it's another okay. thing that I feel like reflects badly back on Monica. Okay. And it's just like, so then when I look over at Trinity Valley and, and I've seen like a lot of criticism, like, oh, all they talk about is how they want to beat Navarro. I'm like, well, of course. Because what else Navarro are you going to talk about? Champs. All anyone ever talks about how they want to beat the Yankees. What do you want? <laughs> you know, like, that's how that goes. That's not I want to beat the Patriots. Okay. Like you and... get to the top, you're the top team who wins the 3,000 Super Bowl rings, whatever. People want to beat you. I don't know. And now that I, we're at you know where I'm at. They're at Daytona. I'm like, yeah, I kind of want them to kick Navarro's butt. It's kind of fun. It's more fun to me. It's more entertaining to me this year, just because it's like I feel like they're trying to even up the two schools. So at least yeah. Trinity College has a fighting chance in hell. Whereas last year, I was like, you guys, because they were kind of bitching about how Navarro got a second try because they had a injury and how like, and I was like, their routine versus what Navarro did. I was like. And Monica, here's the thing. Monica's worked out the math. This is the other thing. Like, there's a formula to this, and she's figured out the formula. She knows how to, like, maximize points. And my thing is, they all bitch about that. But I'm like, hey, the point system and all of this is readily available to all the coaches, do. So somebody just needs to put in well, the work that she And this is where it gets it interesting. Because... And this Trinity guy has figured it out, and he's using some of her methods. And I say, more power to him. The, there's one of the assistant coaches at Trinity Valley, and he's the one that looks like Coach Beard from Ted Lasso. Yes, I like him. He's like he, he used to be the assistant, or he used to be the head coach, and now he's like now he's the assistant. But he's he's also been a judge in the past, so he knows oh, the score okay. sheet. And he's so much fun to watch. Like I as the as the season's gone on, I'm like I love him, and I like I just want them to win. You know? Yeah, I kind of feel like we've gotten a little away from the point with Navarro and Monica. And, like, it's... Uh-oh, did I lose you? I think I lost her. <laughs> lost you huh? my husband called somehow like when he calls it like cuts off the record whatever it's fine yeah so I don't say I would say I'm not super invested I'm pretty cool with either team but I'm very glad that they expanded to the other school because we needed more storyline well and you were you got cut off that you know they lost they, you feel like they've lost sight of it yeah that is absolutely true I feel like from where Monica's sitting they feel like we're we're a championship machine. We just keep yep. cranking out trophies. Yeah, and there is a shot. And you'll see it when they you get to the COVID episode. Yeah, or like when they come back from COVID and they're like going through the storeroom and like the storeroom is just piled with trophies. They're wow. like they're not even like displayed in the storeroom. They're just like piled because wow. they've got all these trophies. And it's just like there's a lack of appreciation. It's just like, I don't know. It's just like I don't know. I can't even say if they don't appreciate it. It's just uh, it's 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 excessive. Well, you it's know, like, and it's like looking at somebody who hoards something that other people want. It's well, like, 
the hard part that I, I mean, I guess for the correlation in Minnesota would be hockey. Like, yeah. like, like hockey parents can be insane. Like I'm, <laughs> you can say that about any parent in any sport, honestly, but in my experience, the most insane, um, most intensity seems to come from the hockey because there is like a, we have a shot at the pros here kind of like pushing attitude so uh, to me my impression my minimal impression of texas is like all of this high school stuff is such a big deal like it's cheerleading it's dance it's football it's like all of this stuff this competitive sport thing is like super important and winning at all costs it's like that i don't know if like in my neck of the woods, they prescribe, we prescribe to that as much. Like you're going to find. I feel like now, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But I just, from where I sit, that seems like a lot of pressure to be putting on kids. It's way too much pressure. Even in college. It's yeah. Just... Like I have to check myself with Lauren. Cause like I'm her mama and I get like mama bear about it. And I'm like, well, she was just as good as this other girl. I'm like, you know, I like don't want her to like get disappointed and that kind of stuff. But like, she's just out there. She just wants to dance. Like she's just happy dancing. So like, I need to be like, okay, calm down, mom. You don't need to get all worked up, you know, because she's fine with what she got. So, and a lot of it too. I mean, when you're talking about cheering and dancing, it's subjective. Like you, you, the ju- you're going to get the judge you're going to get. And like, they're going to like you or they're not going to like you is pretty much what it boils down to. So I think with professional sport, or with high school sports, that's very different. Like, you know, you clearly have the skill set and you're going to win and lose games, but yeah, I just, I, I'm not, I'm just not super into the, let's put a ton of pressure on our kids. And I do kind of feel like at Navarro, it's just like, we have to win. We have to win. We have to win. We have to win. It's like, you know, but like also you're getting an education and that's super important. And what do you want to do after, after college? And like, does Monica talk to any of them about that? There is like one shot that I can think of where they show her helping one of the, um, one of the tumblers, I think with their math homework. But yeah, like, that's cool. But she, she, she wields. But a there lot is of like the assumption is that when they're done with school, they're going to go back to cheerleading in some way. Yeah, if not actively doing it, then being a coach or right, right, teaching youth or whatever. You know, it's like yeah, I don't, I don't see a career path for a lot of these kids. No, and like this is just, all they do. This yeah. is all they do. Like I, these kids practice like twenty hour days. Like this is insane to get to Daytona. The amount of work that these kids have to put in I don't care what school you're going to it's crazy and they are unbelievably talented but like what do you even like professional cheerleading like if you're gonna go you know go cheer for the patriots or whatever they don't do the stunts that they know in this kind of cheering this is a different kind of cheering cheering. this is competitive cheering so it's like a whole other thing it's like bring it on (laughs) yes it's bring it on so it's like okay and it does seem like a lot of them, like, what's the that Gabby Butler? She just seems to bounce from school to school, just cheering. Yeah. Like, she never actually moves out of the educational system. She just keeps moving different, like, institutions and cheering for them. Which, okay, that's what we're going to do. But, you know, you're not going to be 50. Like, where's the 401k plan, honey? You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just too practical. I'm like, 
you know, like the who's the little one? I can't remember. She's she lives with the grandparents, and they're like trying to be like, hey, what are, what are you gonna do after cheerleading? And she's just like, she can't. There's she like know. nothing. She doesn't, she doesn't know. know. So yeah, there's good parts and bad parts of it, but it's still a fun show. I still it like is that. a fun show, and it's a, it's an easy binge. Yeah, it's so easy. I'm like, I need an easy binge. Oh, I finished The Witcher. Ah yes. It was really stressful at the end there. It was stressful. I really was kind of... Okay, spoilers. One, two, three, four, five. Um, <laughs> I was really like, ooh, who is going to be like the... I don't know all their names. It's kind of like Game of Thrones with me again. It's like, who's the big bad? Yeah. And for a minute, I really thought it was going to be Mousak. Because they talked about Mousak so much. I was like, oh, we're bringing Mousak back. And he survived. And he's really the bad guy. But it wasn't. So and they it ends up me. being her dad, her biological dad, like the, the like, dad who was had the hedgehog head in season yes. one. Uh, yes, yes, that's just that, wild to that, me. That 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 Geralt or whatever he did the child surprise as like a reward for like it's just so confusing. But like I got excited because I was like, oh, it's gonna be dad versus dad. That's it awesome. Is Which be is dad what we kind of wanted. We wanted it to be like I remember with Felicity, we we're all hoping Damian Dark was her dad. Like <laughs> it's it's all very meaty, but I just I my love is for the little fledgling family. I want girl I and and Jennifer and Siri and Uncle Yaskier. Like I want yeah. them all just to, like be a fam forever. Just be a family. Like, I loved the scenes. The scenes I loved the most in season two were uh, Yaskier and Yennefer. Yeah, they were great. They were like, so good. Them together was like yeah. high comedy. I loved, I loved it, so it. I loved it. Well, and I loved finally she gets her freaking powers back because I'm going to tell you what I didn't love. Yennefer without powers is not I did fine. not mind her without powers because I feel like it humbled her a bit. It humbled her a bit. Like, I think we got the character growth out of it. She but mostly, I want to just, yeah, I know. We needed to humble her. She needed to, like, learn how, and, like, she needed to learn the correct way to get her powers back as opposed to going through the evil way, which was good. She did. But, like, I just want to see her be a badass witch all the time, you know? And I love that she is accepting of Siri, because the other chick, that Tris, was like, oh, you're like the devil, I can't teach you, and Jennifer's like, bring it on, baby, I'll be your mom, I ain't scared of you, you're amazing, I'm like, yes, queens, all of you. I just love that Jennifer loved Siri right off. Yeah, she saw how special she was, I think. Siri loved Jennifer too, like, yeah, there was an immediate vibe. I was a little questioning Yennefer's interest in her, clearly, because you're like, oh, she's just going to use her. But you're like, no, she's like, like, Geralt wouldn't love her if she wasn't, like, a decent person. It's just we have to, um, you got to, like, dig a little deeper with Yennefer to, like, get to the good. You know what I mean? So well, I was like, and I, no. love, I love that that the issue that they still haven't really dealt with between Geralt and Yennefer is he's like, do I love her because I'm supposed to love her? Yeah, is it like this, yeah, with this destiny shit. You know? Yeah. And I think I'm looking forward to the realization being it doesn't matter. Because it just is. I think where he was at on it was like, okay, yeah, we're destined, but we're not going to happen unless there's another component, and Siri is that component. I was like, 
I'm just looking forward to watching this all kind of like unfold and then yeah. them just like all strengthening this bond. Between well, and I'm glad that they're all together now because like it was slow this season and I was like, it I was, need... it was a filler season. It was a connector. Yeah. I need, I need everybody to be in the same room and being great together because all those characters, all those actors play off of each other so well. And I really like Siri. She's not annoying. You know how nice it is to like the kid character? Like it's, most it's of these rare. shows, yeah, it's rare. Like it, most of the time, you get Dawn on Buffy, where they're just so fucking annoying that you're like, "It's fine, she can die, nobody cares," you know. But like, it's really nice to actually like the kid. Well, and like, you can kind of understand her. She's like, "I don't want to be treated like the 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 princess who has to right. be tucked away. I want to be out there and I want to fight. And right? I want to I want to be useful and I want to yep. be good. What am I? And, yeah." And who am I? And Jennifer's like, you know what? We're all asking those questions. It's it's fine. And Geralt is just like, I just love her. He's just besotted with this little girl. And he's just like, she's my babe. I love it. He's the cutest father. Who knew Geralt was going to be a great father? Not him. Well, and I also <laughs> Certainly like, not him. I also love that Jennifer's need to have a baby is going to be fulfilled with Siri. Yes. Because it's just not about having the baby. It's how about having the mothering experience. You know what I mean? She wants to to mother somebody, to raise yes. somebody, to teach them about themselves and the world around them. And like she got a little bit of taste of that with Siri this season. And it was like you could see just she just kind of blossomed into it. Well, and I, I have to say, I think Geralt was kind of, is it Geralt or Geralt? Geralt. Geralt. I think Geralt kind of called her on it in the first season. Because he was like, what the hell do you want to do with a baby? You know what I mean? Like, this isn't the life for a kid. And I think in season one, it was more about being told she couldn't have something that made her want it even more. But now in season two, it's really about this specific child, this specific you know what I mean? The specific it's, love. Yeah, it's it's really been focused down that want of hers. It's yes. been focused down to like, what do I really want here? I want this relationship. Yeah, I want and, this Oh, look, family. it's right here. <laughs> yes. And he's literally madly in love with me. I just got to stop trying to like kill his kid by accident. All the other stuff, I don't follow. I think this show's more complicated than Game of Thrones. I got to be honest with you. It's very complicated, but Game of Thrones is complicated, too. There were a lot of things that I didn't get with Game of Thrones, like, on my first watch. Yeah. I was just, like, watching through, and I'm like, I have no idea what's happening here. (laughs) I am so confused on all the different lands, and who's the good guy, and who's the bad guy. I don't remember anymore. I did not watch uh, New Amsterdam. Was there anything exciting? I didn't watch it. Oh. (laughs) Well, there you go. That's really accomplishing a lot of things. I heard that there might be a funeral coming up. And so there was some speculation on the timeline about who might be dying. Who's going to die? No idea. Uh, What's his name? The guy who left the show. Casey. No, um, what's his not name? fucking Kapoor. You yeah. stay away Kapoor. from my daddy. Kapoor. I thought it was. I, so I, I, okay, so I've Kapoor. seen. I've seen speculation be Kapoor. I've seen speculation be Casey, and it's supposed to be something that sort of brings everybody back to New Amsterdam, which tells me that like 
what's their names are going to come back. Yeah. At least for the funeral. But well, they, um, can't, they can't stay in London. Like, I get it. We're following through on this storyline, but I don't know. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll just leave the shows like permanently split like this and I can just skip the U.S. version and just watch the London side. Because that's kind of where I'm at, guys. Kind of where I'm at. Basically, what I'm hearing is that there's a lot of Iggy going on. And people are like, why do I keep watching Iggy? I'm just not interested in any of them. And like like I said last time, what's pissing me off is it's like, it just feels like, oh, here's your crumbs. Like, give me a really great scene with, you know, Luna. And No, you can't have that. And Freya. You know what I mean? It's like whatever you can't have that i just call her Freya because i'm whatever yeah i just just stop with the music videos and actually let them talk and have scenes together that are more than two seconds but no we got to go back to iggy and his cheating on his amazing husband okay fine whatever like if you have a list of all the husbands like who least deserve cheating out of all the husbands in all of humanity he's the top his husband is in like the top 10 I mean, clearly, I'd be comfortable, be I would say on. comfortably top three, <laughs> putting up with that mess of a man, and, and then it's he turns just, around. Oh my god! It's just like Iggy, you deserve like Iggy, to get divorced. You, you married you deserve, like you somebody tell Iggy he married up. Oh, he's so married you up. up. His husband's hot too. He's smoking. I was really sad when he was gay. He's a smoke show. Because he's a smoke show. Good with kids. Like, supportive. I know. You know he's a feminist. You just know it without him even having to say anything about it. You just know he's a feminist. Yep. One of those. It's just, he's too good. And then, like, Iggy is such an asshole. Yep. You say the truth. I don't know. I just, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know. That's where I'm at. I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, and my hatred of him runs deep. <laughs> it's too much. Oh, did you see that funny? Ugh, this is actually kind of cute. Stephen Amell. Did you see his tweet? Oh, you don't follow I him. did. I saw the tweet and I saw everybody was all excited about it. And I like had negative reaction to it. Like, Same. how far I've fallen. I just like, I don't care. Well, like, at first I, I kind of was like, I had a little chuckle because it, it was cute what he was trying to say. It was cute. That, but, like, Oliver Queen is awesome and I and I am suck. A yeah. We're like, that's I'm like we've been new, Steve. Right, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not new information. Welcome to our world. Um, but like he just had to do the one thing. He said transports wife to blissful yeah I, I caught that too. and I it's like it's the nails on the chalkboard and I was like no Jen you're gonna have a little chuckle and you're just gonna ignore you're just gonna scroll you're on. gonna scroll past the afterlife and I couldn't do it I was like no you did you say something about see, it yes I did I oh. said Oliver and Felicity are not dead in capital letters because I can't ever let it go here's the thing <laughs> I feel like Everyone knows where I stand on it, so I don't need to keep saying it. I'll keep saying it for you. And I had that you. moment where I read it, and I saw Afterlife, and I rolled my eyes, and I was like, whatever, Steve. Stupid Steve not getting his own show. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> what else is you? Okay, dude. Whatever. I was intrigued, because Grant Gustin is trending, but it's just because it's his birthday, so. Oh, boo. 
Oh, did you? We, knew, we haven't talked about. We haven't talked about Bob Saget. Oh, wasn't that the saddest? I'm like really. He He's was so young. young. He was 65. If everyone's like, well, oh, that's not that young. Listen, come talk to me when you're 64 and see how young 65 sounds. Doesn't sound that young. And all the celebrities who've been reacting, saying, you know, he was literally one of the nicest guys. Yeah, I have not heard a single person. They're like. He's amazing. And it's like across all walks of celebrity life. Yes. Different varying levels. Everybody does the same thing. Like, I think he spent like 99% of his day calling people and just telling them how much he loved them. Which, isn't that like the Bob Saget? Like, listen, you guys, Bob Saget was a huge chunk of my childhood. Like, TGIF, Full House with my sisters. And then on Sundays, you would watch. Funniest America's Funniest Home Videos. Yes. Which I heard somebody describe as YouTube, only we had to watch all the videos no, no. in a half hour. It's not it's not YouTube. It's TikTok. Oh, it's TikTok. It's, yeah. it's TikTok. Yeah. But you only have a half hour to watch it's, all it's of them. Free because all the videos that you watched on, on America's Funniest Home Videos now, you watch those videos now on TikTok. Yeah. You so, want to see some pet doing something crazy and, and ridiculous. TikTok. You want to see some guy get hit in the nuts. You watch fucking TikTok. And so it's like... Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I was kind of devastated. I was just really sad. And, like, I guess, like, I did not realize John Stamos is, like, they were, like, brothers. Like, John Stamos oh. is, like, not functioning. He's just, like, this is not possible. They it's were, like, devastating. as close as you could possibly be to one person. I was, like, uh, I just love how that Full House cast is, like, so close in real life. <laughs> Yes. It's like, I don't know. I don't know why it's a big deal to me. So I don't know why it matters for casts to be close and like each other, but we always want that. You know what I mean? You it's always like, want that and that, you know, particularly for millennials and elder millennials, especially. Yeah. It's 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 that's your childhood. It like, is. He's he's the dad. He is the dad. On TV yes. And he was like our like full house was our waltons you know what i mean like they they, i mean i can name a countless back my parents but like he really was and he was a girl dad i grew up with two sisters so i didn't have any brothers so like the full house family makeup that was my family except my mom was still alive you know what i mean it was just thank god but yeah i was like it was really cool to see something where it was just girls like that yeah. hardly ever happened. And most of the time in family sitcoms, it was always the son that was the focus of the attention. Even if there was a daughter, it, the son was always ranked. We were always, you know, Michael J. Fox and, you know, Kirk Cameron. Like, those I were the shows admit we watched. That Full House was never my favorite show. I always thought it was cheesy and corny. Yeah, it was. And, and it was a little bit like I was a little bit aged out. Like I think like was target market. Age, I was in between so many like iconic things and I was like just barely in between. I was target market. Have. Well, and here's the other thing. I didn't have cable. So all of you guys, well, what about the Disney Channel, Jen? What about Nickelodeon? There was didn't no. Have, didn't have there any was of that no. shit. <laughs> it was network TV or die. <laughs> yeah, network TV or die. We weren't fancy. My parents didn't buy cable. That's not a thing. They but, bought cable when I moved out. Cable, you can look back at, at like when channels first came online on cable and be like, oh yeah, but MTV was around at this. Listen, uh-uh. not every, like that was like for people who had 
money. Table. Like, like you. Here's it's hard to describe. It's real. Well, okay. So, like everybody at school in high school, this is the thing. Everyone would talk about you know TRL and music videos and all this stuff that happened on MTV video MTV, and I like had no idea what anyone was ever talking about because I didn't well, have yeah, that. You had to have parents that would want to pay for cable right and i did not know what anybody was talking about so i did not see mtv until i got to college like i remember i'd see like the first time i remember seeing mtv was at a chuck e cheese because it was playing Mm. and i was like wow that's cool and then my friend her parents her mom had cable she had hbo Mm -hmm. like i can remember going over there and watching hbo but like my neighborhood didn't just like have cable. Mm. They they hadn't like run it into the ground yet. And so were like, they able to, were to like get it? if you were to get it, like you had to like do this really expensive thing. So like until the early nineties, we just didn't even have it. Yeah. Like lit. that's the other thing. Everyone's like <gasps> kids these days, oh it's not that expensive. You know, you guys, first of all, you only have the one television. Well yeah. It didn't have a remote. No. And you were the remote. <laughs> you were the remote. Your dad told you to get up and change the channel 50 times in the evening. You had to sit through commercials. And it was crazy expensive to have cable. Crazy expensive. Like, it was a ludicrous amount of money. I remember when they first put the cable in the ground in the early 90s, they did, like, a thing where they offered this outrageous deal to everybody in the neighborhood. And my parents were like, cool, we'll, we'll, we'll subscribe to it as long as the deal is going. But as soon as the deal is over, we're done. And that's exactly yeah. what happened. So like, by the time I went to college, we no longer had the cable anymore. And I remember like that year or six months or whatever, however long it was that we had cable, I watched the shit out of it. Yep. <laughs> and that was back when you had to like switch over to A and B. Yep. Like some things were on A and some things were on B. Yep. Like this was like early ass cable days. Yep. I'm it was you. it was a rare thing. And yeah, there was no like sitcoms. Can you imagine like sitcoms on TV? Like if you had Disney Channel, it was like cartoons or movies. Pretty much. Disney Channel was a premium channel for like like Well, HBO and you had to get up at the butt crack of dawn to catch your cartoons because there were only certain cartoons yes. that were on at certain but times. But like if you had Disney Channel, you might be able to watch cartoons. Oh, yeah. Happened. I remember yeah. to this day, it is a core memory. My parents trying to bootleg some cable um, via antenna to get us Voltron. <laughs> I loved watching slip, Voltron. Sometimes it would slip through. I don't know how or why, but when it did, like we'd flip our shit and my parents would like try so hard to like keep the signal going so we could watch all of Voltron. It's it's a core memory, you guys. It really is. I I recall this. I we were, we were I could not be more than four. I could not have been more than four watching them do this. <laughs> I remember this. Because I remember we were, we were I really wanted to watch Voltron. So. I can remember watching, like, there was this channel, like, on UHF. You remember UHF? Yeah. Those channels, that, like, that would play videos for, like, an hour, a half hour, like, around yeah, the after school I don't think time. so. Yeah. And I would watch that every day because we didn't, like I say, we didn't have MTV. And <laughs> if you were going to be cool, you had to watch the videos. <laughs> And I can remember just like watching the videos. I know, I'm like no. on this UHF channel that would barely tune in. Pretty much, 
God. What else did they try? Oh, I remember my sister would wake me up in the morning. Speaking of cartoons at a certain, like my sister Erin, she always woke up at like five o'clock in the morning, like some kind of crazy person. Crazy girl. She was a nutso morning person. And I would like, I was dead. So trying to get me up was impossible. So I I remember she would, the only reason I would get up, she would come in at like seven o'clock in the morning and be like, my little pony's on. Because that was like one of like the My Little Pony movie was like, they planned that. Mm-hmm. I like there was two My Little Pony movies. There two. I could not. I could not tell you which one I liked more. Like the first one is like good because it's the first one. Yeah. Like the second one had that that evil witch with the ball and like the magic potion, and it had the baby ponies and the baby ponies, and then and then April came. Is it yes. April? No, Megan. Then Megan. Megan. Came. Yeah, the little girl. The Megan. power, and they got to dress up. I love that one. That one was my favorite one. I would watch that today. I, yeah. <laughs> Completely trusted. I, I would I would totally watch it. Like I was so into that. Let I me ask a you a question. Oh, yeah. my little pony, I was hardcore. Let me ask you a question. Were you a rose petal girl? Rose petal I knew of them, but like I say, slightly aged out. The rose petal movie. Oh my god. That was my jam. I love me some <laughs> rose petal. And it was like the lesser known, like you had Rainbow Bright and My Little Pony, like those were your and Care Bears, those are like your hardcore. Girl oh yeah, those are the hardcore. Yeah, but like Rose Petal was like B level girl cartoon, and I was all about it. it was you like know, it was so hard to find that. girl cartoons. Period. Like everything I know. was everything was either boy. Or it was boy or boy. girl. Although I would, I would, I would watch some GI Joe. I never really got into G.I. Joe. See, here's the thing about me. Oh, I watched, um, what was the one? Oh. I watched Transformers. Transformers, that was it. That yeah. was the one I watched. I love Transformers. But then well, again, I liked, I liked playing with Hot Wheels. They were one of my favorite toys. I mean, how do you not love... Optimus you know, Prime? Optimus Prime. Like, I kind of wanted to marry him. I was Everybody like, I, wanted to marry Optimus. I, I remember I watching just, like, the Transformers cartoon, okay? Mm-hmm. And, like... There was this one, there was this one Transformer cartoon where they were like talking, like, I forget exactly what was going on, but like Optimus Prime said something about booby traps and I'm not a booby or something like that. And I was like, scandalized myself. <laughs> I was just dying of laughter. I'm like, I love Optimus Prime. He is hilarious. This guy is yeah, I had a real crush on Optimus Prime. He just is that voice is sexy, man. It was super hot. It was, I had to like make my future husband. I really would have modeled him after Optimus Prime. I mean, you talk about gravelly voice. That's gravelly. Mm, it's all about that voice, and he was powerful. Oh yeah, it was hot, and like, and all the bad guys were always a little scared of him. Yeah, and they always had like whinier voices, and then he would just come in with his booming voice and like end all of them. You're like, God, that's hot. <laughs> And then he would transform into like a semi truck, and you're like, "Yeah, baby." The other one that like I had questionable romantic sexual feelings towards was the fox <laughs> in Robin Hood. Well, everybody, everybody did. had the hot. Everybody did. Oh my god! If you were ever, uh, nothing will make you more sexually confused than the Disney version of Robin Hood. And here's where it gets it gets it gets a little off track, okay? Because <laughs> stay with me. This is on the same vein as the Fox and Robin Hood. Again. I'm with you. I'm we're, with we're you. Still Disney, okay. We're still foxes. Okay, Fox and the Hound. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then when Todd grew up, Todd there was, was a like smoke the, show. The girl fox that he was like flirting with, I was like, 
I oh, she it. was a lot too. Yeah. No, I shipped it. Cute. I was like, I was all into this Fox on Fox relationship. Mm, nice. I was super into like all the Twitter painted in Bambi. Oh man. I was, was awesome. down with the girlfriends. At first I was a little confused because I didn't know Bambi was a boy. <laughs> well, <laughs> here's the thing. They didn't girl, really market Bambi as a boy. And then you saw him like with the girl. Right. And you're like, oh, I get it now. Yeah, maybe. Just a little boy. It was just a little, yeah. So it's the 80s, guys. It was not like. Man, our, our pickings were slim, okay? slim. <laughs> like. No homosexuality was allowed in No, way. I'll tell so, you who no. I didn't realize wasn't a boy until the Twitter painted scene was Flower the Skunk. Oh, same! I was like, because the blue boys? eyes, he was so pretty. I know. I was like, wait, they're all boys? I was like, I thought, I thought Thumper was the only boy in Fantasy. Well, and, and it wasn't until you saw the girls, you're like, oh, that's definitely more feminine than you know. Right? You're like, oh, got it now. I don't, yeah. Oh, what was her name? Celine. It Celine. was like the most beautiful name. I was oh like, my I love God. Celine. Yes. And she well, had no, okay, speaking speaking of attracted, who was attracted to Bambi's dad? Oh my God, he was so hot. The prince of the forest. And he like walked up to him and was like, <laughs> with his 8,000 pound antlers. <laughs> you're like, whoa. And then people wonder, like, why aren't are people your age hunters? And it's like, because you made us watch Bambi. you made us watch that shit. We fell in love with fictional deer, okay? We were just like, like, like and he was like the absentee father, like, he was just the hot <sighs> nice that Bambi's mom had, and like, <laughs> he would just like watch over him, you know? He was like the bad boy of like Dizzy Dad, but he like, also took care of the whole forest. Yeah, he took care of the forest. It wasn't like he was shirking his responsibility, it was just because he was responsible. He was for so the busy, and he was he super was... busy, but like, he had a seriously hot hookup with Bambi's mom, and then, then they made Bambi. I was like, yeah, I was down with him he was awesome <laughs> and i love that he came in when she died he was like i got you kid no worries i was like because i was like well, what's he gonna eat and then his dad shows up and you're like oh thank god well he was all by himself and his dad shows up and that was hot too because that was super he's hot. like i'm gonna step in I'm i can raise you I'm, i got I can, you kiddo I can and then bambi grew up to be hot and then he was the hot dad <laughs> who's taking care of the forest and then feline had twins <laughs> Yes, and this is where Jen's obsession began. Yes, and then maybe that's where my multiple things come from. Because it was amazing. Because I was like, how do you top Bambi's mom? She was the shit. And Feline's like, watch this. I'm having two. You're like, oh my God, scale reset. (laughs) Guys, I have no idea. This is like revolutionary. (sighs) Man, be a kid in the 80s. I tell you what. Our sexual awakening. Our sexual awakenings and how we like prototype our future husbands is all about Disney. And And then like you would just get slutty He-Man. Like then you were just like, then he was just He-Man was porn. So He-Man was porn, and how many people were disappointed when you found out She-Ra was his sister? I wanted them to get married. And it took you a really long time, probably longer than it should have, to understand why they couldn't. Like my sister had to explain it to me. You like, were you were I was not getting it. Tipper. I like she was like, okay, you know, like Tomas, and like he's our cousin. She's like, yeah, you can't marry Tomas because he's our cousin. I was like, why? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's our cousin. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know shit. I was four, five. You know what I mean? She was three years older. She knew stuff. Yep. So it was it was a whole it was a whole thing. 
It was yeah. a whole thing. But yeah, He-Man was porn. Then you just went straight to He-Man. Whew. And then your intellectual uh, programming was Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I will tell you, I was the biggest Scooby-Doo fan. That was the one that made you think. I, like, it was on at 3 p.m. every weekday. Mm-hmm. And I can remember if, if like, my mom was like, We're, we got to run an errand. Yep. I would be sitting there in the backseat stressing. Same. That we we're not going to make it home in time for Scooby-Doo. And Same. It was like, it's all repeats at that point. I know. You know, this was just syndication. I've seen who <laughs> the killer was 8,000 times. Like, my mom, I would But I had to me. watch it every I goddamn know. day. Um, I would never take naps. As much as my mother would try, which is weird given how much I love to sleep. Right. But like. You're making like, up like, for it now. You're like, interesting, Jen. That does not fit with your personality that we know today. Um, and so like she would want to take a nap. And then she'd be like, Jennifer, you should need to take a nap with mommy. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. So I'd lay there with her for like 10 minutes. And then I'd just be like can I go watch Scooby-Doo? She's like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Scooby fucking do. Scooby fucking do was like my independent time. Like where I was like my own woman. I had the run of the joint. Mom was now asleep. after Sisters school was school. Scooby-Doo and before mm-hmm. school was um, Flintstones and the Jetsons. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what else was bootleg in the morning? Gem. <laughs> Gem. <laughs> Was my speaking of sexual awakening, Rio? Holy shit! Like I, <laughs> Jim was like the. I got in trouble at breakfast time because I would not eat breakfast because I was watching Jim and my sisters. My mom would shut off Jim and my sisters would get so pissed at me because I wouldn't eat my cereal. I just sat there and stared at the TV. So my mom would flip off Jim and my sisters were really actually. I think they're so like, planned. can't you just multitask I, like, for the love of God? Like, they were literally. I really think they had a plan for my murder, like in process. Like, I I probably would have taken you out too. Yeah, they were really gonna kill me. I was like, like <laughs> she's the third one. We don't need her. She's a pill. Let's just she's get the rid spare. of her. And then we can all watch Jim. So. <laughs> but yeah, Jim. Jim was like, oh. I wanted to be Jim. They were so adult. It was the grown-up Barbies. It really was. I mean, they weren't just kids. They were, like, no, living their like, lives. Really so property with, like, yeah. her, like, Rio. And then, like, she had, like, she had another boyfriend. And, like, it was, like, a two-parter. And that was, like, a love triangle with her and Rio. But, like, Uh-oh, Rio, where another Rio one doesn't, Jim's oh, like, I know. Rio doesn't know she's, like, Jim, but he loves Jerrica. It's a whole thing, guys. It was a whole thing. I'm telling you, 80s cartoons were the shit. They don't they write them like that anymore. Nope. Because they're super adult when they probably shouldn't have been. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Like, we why do I know okay. about Jen cheating on her boyfriend with another guy? I shouldn't know that at four. I was watching, like, <laughs> I was watching TikTok, and I came across one that's, like, because of the way the algorithm works, it's figured out who I am. <laughs> and it's figured out how old I am. It knows you cold, man. And it knows me. And it knows my age. And it knows exactly what videos to put on my page to yeah, like, cripple yeah. me emotionally. Yeah. And there's this one account that they apparently, like, all their TikToks are, like, old TV show theme songs. And it was the Gummy Bears theme song from oh. Saturday Morning Cartoons. And, like, I hadn't heard it since the 80s. Bring it back? Did you bring and it back? And it was, like, right there, and I'm watching it. I'm like, I'm like, I'm having an emotional breakdown right oh now. Oh, my God! It's, I remember every word of this. 
Like, if you brought the Petal Palace back to me right now and any of Rose Petal's songs, I probably would weep. I'm telling you, there's somebody on TikTok that's probably posted I'm gonna that. have to get and on TikTok. If you got on that. there, it would find you. All right. I got to find me some Rose Petal <laughs> shit because that was the real, that was the real stuff, guys. Oh, my God. She tended the garden so carefully and she loved her flower so much that it made the flower real. Like, that is some primo literature. That's... that's... <laughs> That's special, Jen. It was really important to me. <laughs> Speaking of TikToks, I've started posting like on my page. Like I have a pinned thread of TikToks that I've yeah. been posting to. Okay. Very amusing. I'm having too much fun being like, which one am I going to post? Yeah, tonight's the night I'm going to sign up with TikTok because I keep forgetting to do it. And then every time we talk about TikTok, I'm like, oh, I got to sign up for that. And I just keep forgetting. Because here's the problem. <laughs> I will literally stay up until 4 a.m. watching this shit. So I'm a That's, little scared. There's literally TikToks that will call you out for doing that because I watched one. I'm not one of those ones myself because at night I'm like, it's sleep, sleep time. Bye. Laters. No, Laters. yeah, you're good but about that. Kyle will sit over here on his side of the bed and he will scroll TikTok with his headphones in. Like, if, if, like the limit does not exist, he will do that. And so that, that, this TikTok crossed my screen where I was talking about, like, there's this audio that's like, one of you will betray me, <laughs> you know? And it's, it's like Jesus talking to his apostles. And one of them says, Is it me, Jesus? And he says, No, it's not you. Is it me, Jesus? No, it's not you. And then the one that did it is, Is it me, Jesus? And he goes, Is it me, Jesus? <laughs> and it was like, It was like me awake until 4 a.m., you know? Yeah. Why? I'm, want to go to sleep tonight which one of you will betray me and it's yes. not netflix it's not youtube it's tiktok, it's TikTok. yeah i showed that to kyle and he's like yeah <laughs> so it's i have so a feeling true, that would be because like i get sucked down the youtube hole of them where people repost the tiktoks see you're getting it like three i'm months getting later. a bootleg i know <laughs> just go to the source man and i just watch the puppy all the puppy videos i need a puppy it's bad. I really need a puppy. No, you you need there's there's a whole world beyond just puppies. There's I know. cats, of course, but there's Ugh. also the birds. There's <laughs> the barnyard animal ones. Barnyard animals would be fun. They are fun. There's I don't the want to like live ones. on a. I don't want to live on ones. Like I don't want to be on a farm and live on one, but like I'll watch TikTok videos of farms. You haven't lived until you've met Michael the alpaca. <laughs> I'm serious. Anybody who's on TikTok knows Michael because he's got not a thought behind those eyes. I don't. I was like, how do any of these TikTokers? How do they make money? Because there's because, no ads, right? Yes, there are ads. Oh, okay. But you just scroll past them. But no, they. If you have like a certain number of followers or a certain number of views, you can get added to what they call the creator fund. And okay. so the more views and the more whatever you get more of the creator fun you get and it's like okay. some of these people make some pretty good bank like i've seen people that like i started watching them at the beginning of the pandemic they blew up and like i'm moving this week and i'm like yeah you are yeah it's like <laughs> you've got all the followers you have a nice house now i try i try to like yeah no kidding i like tried to figure out what that charlie de lamilio what's her name yeah i does once seen charlie d'amelio on my for you page because that's she would be on my husband's page because he's, he's like, a man and the algorithm I haven't figured is like, out what she does 
She's like, a great I watch dances. Like, I don't know what she does. I don't get what the dance. Like, I don't get why the I'm dancing not on that dance she does. TikTok. Like, okay, like I, I, see... I tried to watch the show with her, and I saw her do some videos, and I looked up some videos on YouTube, and I was like, I don't feel like this is like Jennifer Lopez level dancing here. What is the big excitement? I, you know, like I, I said, don't get it. Kyle gets those kind of videos because he's a guy, and the algorithm knows he's a guy, so it yeah. shows him teenage girls dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Just they're like, simple guess, creatures, Callie. They're never gonna change. Like there was this whole thing with like um, sorority rush, like in the fall, and he's like, "Have you seen any of these videos?" Like every other one of my videos is one of these. I'm like, I have not seen a single one, Kyle. <laughs> I am like, on a whole different side of TikTok than you are. I'm on the like Jane Austen, Lord of the Rings, geeky book talk political whatever you know like i'm on this other like i'm the exact opposite of straight man tiktok i'll be like down the middle of you of you and i'll be like i'll be like right down the middle of you and kyle i'm not on straight man tiktok (laughs) all right i need to eat food and then i gotta join tiktok and watch the melpalka you gotta go go find michael gotta go find michael the (laughs) alpaca See, we haven't even started new shows yet, and we already got, like, a two-hour freaking podcast, so. We're good. We're good. All right. All right. We'll talk (laughs) next week. Bye. Bye. this week be sure to listen next week subscribe to watch over on itunes or google play and look us up on twitter and tumblr bye, bye.